evening, everyone. Hello, Lions. It's another Saturday again here in 30 Minutes with Jasmine Lions. Tonight, it will be a great night and very informative night to all of us. I will be joining tonight with, I consider them the power couple of Jasmine Lions. <laughs> they are uh, wherever the other one goes. The other one, the other half is there, and then they're so active. They always give their time, their best for Jasmine Lions Club, and not for only for the communities, but also with the Hunter Wetlands Center and the Pambalung Nature Reserve. So tonight, I am welcoming uh, Lions Brian and Lions Trish. Thank you. Hello. Hello, Brian. Hello, Trish. How are you today? Hello. Hello. Good evening, everyone. Well, that's good. That's good. Uh, I hear that you are doing right. You're busy today doing something for the barbecue tomorrow. Correct? Yes, we are. Happy well, all the do. audience? <laughs> yes. yes. Well, 20 kilos. Yeah. How many kilos? 20. Oh, God. That's a yeah, lot. They're all, they're all sliced and ready to go. Yep. Oh, that's good. Uh, again, I would like to inform our viewers here and our followers and our listeners that we are streaming live uh, through our YouTube channel and uh, Facebook page. You can also join to our discussion tonight by dropping all your comments and suggestions and your reactions to the comment box. And then Trish and Brian will be happy mm -hmm here to give their actions to give their answers and then to satisfy uh an information that you want to know from jasmine lions club is that correct trish and brian yes certainly yes, is. Yep. yeah that's good that's good and now and for those who are unable to join our live tonight uh we uh, they can watch the replay to our facebook page and youtube channel and then here we go are you ready? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Before we talk about uh, Jasmine Lions Club commitment to help preserve our nature and our environment, because you know and everybody knows that Jasmine Lions Club does not only uh, support and help communities. We also take care and look after our environment and at our natural resources. So before we go to onto this topic, I am certain that there's a lot in there would like to know about you, your commitment, your heart uh, for Jasmine Lions Club. When, how, and what made you decide to join Jasmine Lions Club? Brian uh, mm -hmm. first. Yeah, okay, well, <clears throat> I joined the Lions Club of Jasmine Walls End uh, way back in 1967. Mm -hmm. um, a friend of mine, um, a, a man called John Spruce, uh, asked me to uh, come and join Lions Club. Um, and it was one of the best, it's the be one of the best things that I've done with my life. Um, it's been over 55 years or whatever it is. And um, with Jasmine Lions Club, it's it's uh, I think as Debbie said last week, 
it's more than just a club, it's a family. We look after each other. We, uh, in times of uh, illness or need, we, uh, we chip in and, and help each other. And the club's always been like that. <clears throat> but one of the best things that ever happened to Jasmine Lions Club is when we got ladies into the club. Now, when I joined the club, it was a... Uh, it was men only. It was a men only club. And that was the case up till the late 80s. And, uh, but uh, the Lions saw the, uh, the error of their ways and uh, ladies joined the club and it's the best thing that ever happened to the Lions club. I doubt whether our club would be around these days if it wasn't for our, That's our right. Lions ladies. But yeah, uh, yeah our, our Lions club, we, uh, we, we get a tremendous amount of... Uh, satisfaction out of it and friendship we've got friends all around the world we've got uh, would you believe we've got friends in ecuador in, uh, in canada in canada and we've visited both of those and they've, they've come and picked us up we've got friends in america and i mean good friends uh trish only got a, an email this morning from our friends in canada the lines in canada about what's happening with their family and what's happening with their club and they're getting younger members so lines for us it's been a, a great part of our life and wherever we travel in Australia, there's clubs all around Australia. Uh, we've got, uh, I think, 1,300 clubs around Australia, about 30,000 members. So wherever you travel to in Australia, you have friends. You look up your directory, see when they meet, and all of a sudden you've got uh, a heap of new friends in a, in a place you may have not been to before. It's a wonderful organisation to be in and uh, it's, uh, we haven't regretted it ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There you go, Trish. How about, you, how about you, Trish? Well, it was a big decision when they let women in. Um, and the first member in our club was Doris back in 1994. And then I joined in 1996. So I've been in the club 26 years, which I can't believe it's been that long. But it is, it's become part of your life because when Brian joined, I was pregnant with Andrew, our oldest boy. So the, the kids have grown up with it and every project that we had, with no matter what it was, the kids went along with us and helped and whatever they could do, planted trees or things like that, well, it was good. But like Brian said, every, when you're wearing that jacket or the hat with the Lions logo on and you are out of town, and you're walking down the main street somewhere, you'll get stopped. Another person will recognise the emblem and stop and talk to you. doesn't matter who, where you are. It's absolutely amazing what that emblem can do. And we've certainly met some friends through it. And that time uh, you were not working anymore, the two of you. So, so what was that? That time you are not working anymore, the two of you. Oh, not now. Yeah, we're working up to two. When, when, when you joined the Jessamine Lions, uh, you were retired, both of you. No, no, no. Uh, no we promise. You are still, you're still up working, and then uh, in, you know. Just... Yeah, promise in his twenties. I was twenty-four. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> and that we were just so young. And our kids were little, they were babies. Yeah. Yeah. But well, that's what happened. The kids just went along. They accepted that Lions was part of the of the life. Our yeah. family was part of Lions and uh, yeah. Yeah. And but everybody then they all had young kids. So there was always a bunch of young kids 
tagging along with us, you know, the big projects. So Coming to our club meetings. We used to have children come to our meetings yeah. regularly. I've still got the little T-shirts that our, our kids had when they were babies. Mm. I've kept them. I, I can't imagine how lucky Jasmine Lions Club to have you both with us, you know, how old you were in your 20s and then have kids. Yeah. And already active in, in the community, helping the communities, you know, supporting the community. Oh, God. Just my life's love. So lucky ha to have you both. But it was yeah. fun. A lot, there was a lot of yeah. fun as well. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Okay. Since uh, Just my life's love celebrating its 59th year of existence, and then... Uh, we don't only support communities, help communities, but also Jasmine Lions Club committed to preserve our environment and our nature. I want you to share with us about the Hunter Wetlands first. Can you share the, to our viewers and listeners what with the Hunter Wetlands Center and because for me, I can tell that that part of Jasmine is like a gem that need to be kept. So if you can share what's in, in, in Hunter Wetlands, so the viewers, listeners would know what's in there. Yeah, I think our club, we've been involved with the Hunter Wetlands for 35 years, maybe a bit more. Um, I think we first became involved with it when we had Christmas par Christmas parties for our, our club and our, ch our, our children. Uh, we went over to the Hunter Wetlands and had a, a Christmas party and um, everyone was taken up with it. And then the club decided to help the wetlands and uh, we built, the club built a barbecue shelter with three barbecues in the shelter. Um, to help the wetlands and uh, it was something that our club could use too for our, our functions. So that was our first touch with it. But since then we've been involved with the wetlands all the time. Um, we've built the club, the club uh, has built uh, bird hides and uh, uh, walking trails and uh, platforms. Planted trees. Planted trees. And those photos that you saw, that was the construction of the um, the Lions Club sensory trail within the wetlands. And that was constructed um, 96, 97. It was opened in the middle of 1997. Um, it was a district, our Lions district project. Uh, all the clubs put in money. And um, I think it was something like about 33, $35,000 was contributed. And wow. I was the chairman of the construction of the uh, the Lion Century Trail, and those photos you saw that that was the people working in it, and that's not just our our people; that were people from all over the place, uh, all over the district, and uh, it's been a uh, a very very good thing for the wetlands. Uh, it was put there so that blind or partially sighted people could uh, experience the wetlands because they had a crunchy uh, trail to walk on; they could hear that and touch the uh, touch the things that grew there uh, it uh, it had a, a spruce up about three years ago we um, 
we once again asked the district to contribute some money. The, the big, the large boardwalk, which is about 60 or 70 metres over a pond, it fell into disrepair. It's in a, a, damp, a damp spot. And um, we got $8,000 and uh, had it reconstructed. The volunteers at the wetlands actually did it and we painted it. And uh, actually, in about three weeks' time, uh, I'll be asking the club to help uh, help paint it again. They're going to clean it off and our club have put up their hand to do the, uh, the re oiling of the deck. So the wetlands has been a, a great thing for us. We, we have been a good thing for the wetlands and just... In the last uh, two weeks, the club uh, bought a new sprinkler and water carrier filter, a filler for the wetlands. Fountain. A fountain, a drinking fountain. Um, it cost just on $4,000 and it was only delivered to the club yesterday. So that's going to be installed in the next couple of weeks down the bottom near the, uh, near the main deck uh, where people can have a drink of clean water and fill their water bottles. So we're still doing stuff there. Mm. Uh, okay, thank you for that. Uh, and, and aside from that, I think uh, you did also some clean cleaning up. Okay, how often do you do this, the cleaning up? Yeah, we're, we're doing the cleaning up. Uh, I, I go nearly every Tuesday when we're, when we're home, but uh, we're programmed to do it every second and fourth Tuesday. And it's a clean up of the Century Trail, pulling weeds, cutting the edges, uh, decobwebbing. Sweeping, cleaning up, and mm, it's ongoing. Uh, it's on ongoing, and and the more people we can get there to do it, the better. But uh, it's a nice little social occasion. We get there about half past eight, and uh, do uh, three or four hours work, three hours work, and uh, then have a morning tea. Yep, bring our own morning tea. Bring our morning tea. So it's it's a nice thing to do, and you're sitting around with the bird life, and uh, yeah, I invite everyone to come and enjoy that experience with us too, every mm. second and fourth Tuesday. Well, that would be good. That would be uh, uh, like already a sort of exercise exercise at the same time and then socializing at yeah. the same yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, in, in, in a one, in a one uh, joint effort. Yeah. yeah, and then, okay, before we go further, I have here some uh, reactions. And then this is from Anne Nightingale. Oh, yeah. Anne Memories. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. Oh, and then, oh. Yes. So there's yes. another one in here. Um, can, we, can we talk about it? Robert Perry. Yeah. Oh, okay. Robert Perry. And then yeah. he said that uh, he said that now live on the Gold oh. Coast. Oh, far yeah. Yeah, and then and, there and was there's also one reaction here from Don. Oh, precious <laughs> I agree with I agree I agree. Yes, you are the two of you. And then here's another one from Deborah. Oh, Deborah, how are you feeling better? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Can so, we talk about Anne? Can we go back to Anne? Yes. Well. Yeah. Ken and Judith were just two great workers for the club and sadly they've both passed away after years and years of service to the club. But there's a bird hide around the other side. If you're at the wetlands at our On shelter shed yeah. and you look across the water, you will see a bird hide 
over, 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 over the, the other side, yeah. the other water, yeah. around the, the other side of the water. And in there is a plaque in memory of Lion, Ken, uh, Judith, and Ken. Yeah. 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 Well, that's good. Uh, it's nice that they're here with us, listening to us and then watching us. Okay, let's go. Yeah. So what other activities that the Hunter Woodland Center and Just Moon Lines Club been supporting all these years? Any projects in progress from the club for the Hunter Woodlands? Um, do you want to talk about international kids? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, a big part of the, um, or for a couple of years, we had international students. At Camp Kookaburra. And, and, but thanks to COVID, that had to be on hold. But we would get the kids for two weeks of community service, and they would always do that at the wetlands. And they were, they were people from overseas oh, between yeah. 17 and 21, and they were over here for, uh, for a camp. And uh, they came to us, and uh, uh, as part of that, and uh, we the first projects we did with them at the wetlands, we uh, we constructed some bird hides for the freckle ducks, which is an endangered species of ducks mm -hmm. within Australia, and um, we uh, got the material and we made the bird hides and put them in the little pond inside the freckle duck enclosure. And uh, the overseas students built them and did it, and they got a lot of satisfaction mm -hmm. out of it. And uh, we couldn't believe it, but the very first year that we put them in, they actually bred because it was a, a wet season, just like we're getting now, mm -hmm. and uh, it encouraged them to breed. That was good. So we did that for quite a while, and uh, then we took, after they did their work on the freckle ducks, uh, we took them over to the uh, the uh, canoe shed and took them out on canoes down Ironbark Creek, and. Uh, they thoroughly enjoyed the wetlands and they took the wetlands uh, thoughts back to their hometowns, mm. home countries with them. And that that's people that we're still in contact with too. We've got one girl in particular um, who's from Canada and we still talk to her on Messenger. Um, she's she was, she's she a now qualified vet, vet yes. veterinarian surgeon, and she still sends us mm. emails and checks on us. Yeah. Well, that's good. The connection's still there. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, um, last two years, uh, you know, already that we've been hit with COVID. Oh, yes. And then the restriction was really um, tight and rough. So was the upkeeping of um, the, the Hunter Wetlands uh, was still going, ongoing the, by the time, even though there was the restrictions of no gathering, uh, whatever uh, movements inside the community and within uh, outside the community? Um, we didn't go to the wetlands, but people, uh, wetlands volunteers, I think, still went in and yeah. did just the basics to keep it running, you know, even though it was closed to the public, yeah. But nobody from the Lions Club could get, could go. We, did, we couldn't have our meetings there. We, we've no. been, we hold all our meetings there at the wetlands, as most people know, mm -hmm. and we've been doing that for over 30 years. And we've got a, a lovely setup downstairs with the, the room that uh, we have for us that we can use. And we've got our uh, our cupboards in there where all our gear is stored. And then the, uh, this week we had Ellamore Vale Club over for a visit. And uh, we had uh, 
nearly nearly 45, 46 yeah. people for dinner, which our mm. club catered for. And Hunter Walls End Club came. And Hunter Walls End were there, yeah. And uh, it was a lovely, lovely night and we could do it. And uh, because we've got the room and the... Uh, the dinner price was pretty good. They were pretty amazed. Ellamore Vale fellas thought it was lovely to have dinner for fifteen dollars. Mm. Um, so uh, they want to come back again. Because we do our own catering, with the the club is split into three. We had three catering teams, and yeah. uh, the leader of that team decides what the menu is going to be. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I am a huge believer that life exists because uh, we have the nature, you know, the trees. There's life uh, if there's a life if there, we can see trees. No nature, new, new, no life, no humanity. It's, uh, they call it a cycle. Uh, would you agree with it? Certainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Our, our club yeah. is, um, we're, 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 we've got a really good thing going with, uh, with, the uh, Pambulong Nature Reserve. I think we, we'll talk about that, do you think? Yes, that's what uh, my next uh, thing. Yeah, because we're talking about nature and preserving uh, our environment. Um, let's go with the Pambulong uh, Nature Reserve. What's the connection of Jasmine, uh, with Jasmine Lions Club? When it started that uh, the Jasmine Lions Club Get involved with the uh, Pambalong Nature Reserve. Yeah, well, once again, it was a connection through the wetlands. Um, there's a fellow that uh, worked at the wetlands, looked after the outside maintenance. His name's Boyd Carney, and he he uh, he worked at the wetlands and looked after the outside maintenance. Um, he is now with National Parks and Wildlife. He he got a job there ten years ago or more. But he was the connection for us to start at Pambulong Nature Reserve and Pambulong's uh, outside of uh, Midmai, uh, just the other side of the freeway. It's a, an old quarry, but uh, it's, a, it's a wetlands area mm. too because there's a great big pond there. And, uh, but it was stripped, of course, because of the, uh, the mining or the road base that was extracted out there. So he asked us to do tree plant, uh, do planting out there and, that was over 10 years ago. And uh, except for the, the COVID shutdown, we've been doing that every year, uh, planting anything between three and five, 600 trees at a go. And um, we've planted probably three, 4,000 trees, uh, three or 4,000 trees there. And I, I, we've, we've finished planting there now, but we, we, we've not finished with it. Uh, when, when things dry out a little bit, it's too boggy to get into it right now, but when it dries out, the club's going to get together and anyone else that would like to come with us and do some maintenance out there, trim around the trees that are growing, pull out the uh, the stakes and, uh, you know. And there's wire cages that were put around <coughs> the little trees who are now the big trees, so the yeah. cages have got to be taken off. The cages were there to try and stop the wallabies from eating it, but I, I think the wallabies got a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you, uh, everybody can see that how active and proactive Jasmine Lions are. You know, anywhere they go, they're there. Uh, tree planting, uh, cleaning up the wetlands, helping the communities where Jasmine Lions Club is there. <laughs> okay. 
I have an, another question, and maybe this is a bit, uh, I don't know if it's a, a tough question, but with with the with preserving the uh, environment, the nature, and planting trees, do we get a support from a non-government organization, other non-government organization, or the local government? We uh, do we have a co collaboration with them, cooperation from them? No, the, no it's National Parks and Wildlife. Mm. Um, they do the organisation. They they get the trees, and um, they pick the dates, and they get the area slashed. And we actually we just go out and mm. we we plant the trees. We have had a grant though. I think it was at NRMA. Oh yeah. We put yeah. in for grants, and they paid for the trees and. I think the wire cages, or that's quite a few years ago, but we have had grants to support the cost. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I think okay. we might have had a grant to do some tree planting in Blue Gum Hills Regional Park with the uh, with the Midmai kids with the Midmai yeah. school kids. Yeah. Yes, we did. That was quite a few years ago now, but uh, yeah. So we do yeah. get some support. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, with with. I was able to join the tree planting at two years, uh, that was two years ago. And then I plant a lot of seedlings, but, and you, you said a while ago that we already planted around 4,000 seedlings, right? Yeah. Or trees. Yeah. 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 Well, with these numbers, with these numbers, what was the mortality or, you know, how many was able to survive? Oh, so I'd, I'd have a guess. And, and, and I think at least a third of them wouldn't wouldn't make it at least a third. Sorry, yeah able to make it yeah yeah and we we went through that long long drought yeah and uh the ground was flint hard up there uh, but we we did our best with them and uh, i think the, the wallabies uh do a pretty good job on eating them too even we we get the cages around them but they uh they still get at them so i, I wouldn't be surprised if we lost it about a third of them but that's that's how it is. That's how it works. Yep. Uh, that 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 was good. Uh, so planting around four thousand. The downsides was the animals. You know, the the zombies, <laughs> the drought, and everything. But still, it's there. There's uh, there's still trees there that surviving and until now standing there still. Are. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, the the, the early the early trees are now nearly three meters high. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, they're 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 big trees. The first ones when you first walk into Pambulong, on the right hand side of the trail, they're uh, they're mm. two and a half three meters high. Yep, and they've still got a few uh, stakes around them which we've got to pull out and get rid of. But uh, no, oh. they've gone. Well, at least we still have something in there to help yes. to help our yeah. environment, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, uh, we, when we do this, or Jasmine Lines, when we, we do this, uh, it's a, it is the spirit of volunteerism, correct? We just do it uh, by volunteering to offer time. Yes. Oh, yes. 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 Yeah. yeah, so being with the Jasmine Lines for long enough, what are the benefits that you get being part or being a member of Jasmine Lions Club. Oh, the friendship. It's the, 
the friends you make, and they're like-minded people that want to help. Yep, we, we get a lot of enjoyment out of the friendship with lions, and as we said earlier, it's not just local lions, it's overseas lions, and uh, mm. yeah, we, we get a lot of enjoyment, a lot of satisfaction out of it, a lot of satisfaction. Well, that's, yep. yeah, yeah. So because Jasmine Lines Glove is a highly spirited uh, a club, a bubbly, joyful, proactive, yes. yeah, joyful, proactive. So can you invite our viewers, followers to join Jasmine Lions Club or any other clubs, uh, but uh, other communities where the lions are? Yes, I'd like them to, some to come to our meeting, our dinner meeting, to meet us all, just to show them how friendly we are, give them an idea of what we do. And get the feeling. Yes. Yep. Get the feeling. It's a great organisation to be in. Mm. It really is. Yeah. Uh, can you yeah. Uh, share the time, the day, and, you know, when's the dinner meeting happening? How often? The fourth Wednesday of the month. Every month is our dinner meeting, 6.30 for 7 at Hunter Wetlands at Sandgate. Isn't it Sandgate? Shortland. Shortland. Shortland, yeah. Hmm. So you hear that from uh, Lions, Brian and Trish, come join with us. Uh, that will be every third Wednesday of the month. Sorry, I am stuck in there. Okay, fourth Wednesdays of the month, and then uh, seven o'clock, right? At six thirty to or seven, and then that's every fourth Wednesday of the month. And Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Can you invite them to Trish? Sorry, can you invite them? Yes, to have a look on Facebook and see what we get up to. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, and then we also have our YouTube channel where we update uh, most of what uh, Jasmine Lions Club been doing. Anyway. That in you, to you to do that. You're amazing, Brenda. <laughs> no, You're amazing. Yeah. No, thank you. Uh, I will share my story next time. Why? I am doing this for Jasmine Lions, and then not just Jasmine Lions Club, but for the Lions itself, for the yes. Lions, okay. yeah, international or wherever. Anyway, um, it is time for us to go. And then okay. before that, there's one comment here that I need to. Uh, this is from Deborah. Great oh. work, Brian oh. and Trish. Thank you. Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, that will uh, wrap our night, uh, guys. And then, so, Trish and Brian, can you invite them one, once again? Yes. Please come and join us. Or what is our... Uh, you can send us an email on jasminelines at gmail.com. I think that's right, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, thank you so much, uh, Brian and Trish, for this informative night. And I admire you both, honestly, from the bottom of my heart. Yeah. And the, amount of the time, and the, the amount of the time you shared for com the communities, for the nature and the environment is very incomparable. Uh, sharing amount of time 
to Jasmine Lions Club will make a world of difference. Good night, everybody. See you again next weekend, next Saturday, and it will be That's another awesome. informative night for another couple. Uh, thank morning, you man. and bye. Good night. Bye. Good night. Bye. Yeah.